0: Welcome to Dream Jobs R Us, finding your child's passion and purpose in life, the only podcast that teaches you how to use actual occupational therapy principles, research, and methods to lead your child down the path to finding their direction and landing their dream job. I want to show you how to help your child get what they want out of life. Hi, I'm Chelsea Whitaker, a registered and licensed occupational therapist. I help parents motivate and empower their children to find jobs they love and excel in. One-on-one therapy and counseling can be expensive. I teach parents what they can do from home to get their kids off their couch and into a job they love. You are the most qualified person to guide your child on this journey to find their passion, their purpose, and their direction in life, even if it doesn't feel like it. I've developed a set of tools and strategies that help guide parents with children of all abilities to identify their dream job, land that job, and stay motivated to keep it. Together, we can help make your child's dream come true and set them up for success. Hi, it's Nicole.
1: Today, Chelsea is going to be talking to you about your child's level of social confidence and how to make it work for you and not against you. In the next episode, she'll be sharing some ways you can improve on and build your child's level of social competence. But today we're really going to be focusing on why it's so important to meet your child where they are with respect to their level of social competence. Your child will be most successful when they're most confident. And so, we're going to talk about what social confidence is so you can determine where your child falls on the spectrum of social confidence, whether they have a low, medium, or high level of social confidence. And we're gonna talk about exactly what types of jobs fit each of those levels of social confidence on the social confidence spectrum. So Chelsea, give me your definition of social confidence.
2: Social confidence is your ability to manage and relate to your own emotions And also to see how other people are feeling and how to respond so that you can have a successful, engaging conversation with them.
1: Yeah, I think that there's this concept of emotional intelligence, right? Being able to identify your emotions and respond appropriately and manage your own emotions. But emotional intelligence also involves being able to recognize other people's emotions And respond to and manage them effectively. Mm -hmm. And these are tools and skills that everyone, you know, falls on a different area in the spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make anyone better or worse than anyone else. It's kind of just like your unique strength zone. Some people are just, it's their strength that they can read a room, read a conversation Mm -hmm. and respond Appropriately respond the best way they can. And that person might be a high, might have a high level of social confidence. Whereas someone else might have a medium or low level of social confidence. They can still be super effective and great at their job, but they're in a position where they are not, they don't have to struggle with tough situations where they're going to be challenged in reading the room, reading conversations, reading other people's emotions and responding to all these different kinds of situations. So again, we'll talk about later, how to improve your levels, your child's level of social confidence. But for now, Chelsea, can you describe what it looks like for someone to have a high level of social confidence, a medium level of social confidence, and a low level of social confidence? Sure, Nicole, so someone
2: with a high level of social confidence loves people. They love to interact with people. They're going to get their energy knowing that they're going to experience telling people's stories, telling their own story, hearing other people's stories, and just socializing every day. They just thrive on that. If your child has a high level of social confidence, they'll thrive even if they have new
1: and different interactions with coworkers and customers every day. Yeah. And I can imagine that sometimes someone someone with a high level of social confidence is going to thrive in even uncomfortable or tense or stressful situations. Right, right. And that's the difference between someone who has a high level of confidence and a medium level of social confidence. So tell me a little bit more about how you would define someone with a medium level of social confidence. Someone with a
2: medium level of social confidence, they'll do well with a small group of people who they can get to know and interact with. They still want like some relationships with other people, but something that's more routine and familiar versus working with a new customer in a crisis situation where you really have to come up on the fly with how to respond and how to resolve conflict.
1: So someone with a medium level of social confidence does great with the same coworkers, maybe the same clients, the same usual clients that they have or customers they have. All the time. For
2: example, like something that their interactions might be more scripted so that they don't have to think a lot about what they need to say, how to read the situation, how to respond.
1: Right, with with clients or customers. What about someone with a low level of social confidence? What does that look like? Well, these
2: individuals really thrive working independently, working with customers, coworkers, and just talking on the fly, it really drains them emotionally. It causes a lot of anxiety and they're going to do best just working on the job that they know how to do without having that fear and anxiety of having to make small talk and talk to other people.
1: Yeah. So maybe they are working on their own. Maybe they have their own business. Maybe they're working from home or however they're working. They're not interacting a lot with Clients or customers, they're not interacting a lot with even other coworkers. So, Chelsea, let's talk about examples of dream jobs that suit these different levels of social confidence. So, talk to me about someone who has a high level of social confidence. Give me some examples of jobs that they'd excel in, where they get to use the strength zone of being, you know, highly emotional intelligent and having this high level. Of social confidence. Sure, somebody who
2: has a high level of social confidence really wants to work with the other person and, ex- and extensively hear their story. So, someone who would do great, who has a high level of social confidence, might be a counselor or a therapist, a manager, a teacher, a police officer, or a 911 dispatcher, a veterinarian, Lawyer, doctor, somebody working in sales or event planning, working on a cruise ship or in other areas of hospitality. So let me describe why a counselor or therapist would do best if they have a high level of social confidence. That person is spending about an hour with their client, really getting to know them, getting to know their problems and coming up with solutions on how to assist them. So they might be working with people on different level of crises and they just need to be able to talk with them and solve problems effectively.
1: Yeah. And you can, you can see how if social situations drain you, if you get your energy from being alone, having some of these jobs where you're talking to people, Every day, all the time, like working in sales, event planning, working in a cruise ship or other hospitality jobs, they would just drain you. You know, I know we, me and you, talk a lot about being an extrovert versus an introvert, and I love how you talk a lot about the definition of an extrovert and introvert being that an extrovert gets their energy from other people, being with other people, whereas an introvert gets their energy being alone. And when they're with other people, other people are draining their energy. And it's so funny because I'm an extrovert and you're an introvert. So we really see that dynamic a lot, right? When I'm with you and we're talking, I'm getting my energy talking talking with you in big crowds, talking with other people. It doesn't matter the size of the room sometimes. It's just that interaction, whether it's Mm one-on-one or with a group of people. It gives me energy. It gives me life. Like I feel energized after I leave a conversation that was really great. You on the other hand, even though you're great talking to people, right? Being an ex- an introvert doesn't mean that you can't interact with people or even that you don't have a high level of social confidence. It just means that being with other people in those social interactions drains you, right? Like whereas it's kind of like I as an extrovert am sucking the life out of you <laughs> <laughs> when we have conversations. And so, and that's what happens to you, and then you recharge when you're having your alone time versus with other people. So if you're more of an extrovert, these jobs working with people mm-hmm. all day long, day in and day out, are gonna be for you. But if you're more of an introvert and it drains you to have these these types of interactions all the time, maybe they're not the right job for you. And Nicole, we did list as high level of social confidence.
2: One of the jobs was being a lawyer. So tell me why being a
1: lawyer, you really need to have a high level of social confidence. Yeah. So you guys know I'm a lawyer. And I think just kind of like in the same way that being a police officer or 911 dispatcher or veterinarian or a doctor, lawyers oftentimes are working with people in bad situations, right? If you need a lawyer, most of the time, Like something bad is going on and that lawyer is trying to help you get out of a sticky situation. And so you are interacting with people that are stressed out, scared, nervous. Their emotions are high. And you have to be able to read their emotions, identify their emotions, and on the spot, figure out how to respond to them to manage... Their emotions, right, and help them feel more comfortable, help them feel at ease, how to de escalate that situation. So that's why we kind of listed all those examples of jobs as jobs for people with high levels of social confidence, right? What about people with medium levels of social confidence? They work well with the same group of co workers every day, maybe the same types of clients or customers. If they have to work with customers, their interactions are scripted so that they don't have to do a lot of, they're still working with people, but they don't have to do a lot of work identifying the emotions and and managing the emotions of other people. What are some examples of jobs that work well for these people with medium levels of social confidence? Some examples of jobs that would suit
2: someone with a medium level of social confidence would be being a professor a personal assistant, a firefighter, an architect, a caterer, a chef, a florist, an interior designer, maybe a nutritionist, a paralegal, a personal trainer, photographer,
1: or a dog groomer or hair and makeup stylist. So tell me why you put some of these jobs in this category.
2: Well, these individuals are still working with people, but it's it's a familiar level of conversation. They're working with the same co-workers. They like a personal assistant is working with the same group of people. Yes, they might have to schedule the appointments, but they get an hour 30 minutes to work with the same person every day.
1: Yeah, and a lot of these interactions are going to look the same every time. Like a florist or an interior designer or a nutritionist. They're going to have this, they're going to talk with their clients, right? But they're going to have the same types of conversations every time. There might be new situations, but there probably aren't going to be huge, crazy emergencies like a police officer or a lawyer or a vet or a doctor might experience. So they're still working with people, but it's not super high stress, not tons of changes in, in your work day or what your job looks like every day. Right. And
2: I would say that I'm a medium level of social confidence at the farm. I work with clients one-on-one and we work on their strength and balance and focus while using the horses as a tool to help their occupational therapy session. And I'm in the arena and my job is to help coach these individuals on breaking down their goals and how we can better achieve their goals. And I make sure that my team is you know, a mix of people who are high, medium, and low social levels, different levels of social confidence. Like mom, I would say has a very high level of social confidence. So she's out greeting my clients as they come in, talking with them, finding out how their day is. And I'm more, I'm in the arena, you know, doing my job, helping them gain their strength, balance, pretty much the same clients doing the similar things each time, building on what they've gained. And then we have some people who have a lower level of social confidence who are in the back helping clean up the horses, doing tack. That's what the horses like wear while the individuals are riding them. Saddle the
1: reins. Yeah,
2: grooming the horses and just making the facility just work and function so that
1: our clients are successful. So talk to me a little bit more about people with a low level of social confidence. Again, we're talking about meeting your child where they are. So if they have a low level of social confidence, sure, we can talk about building on that level of social confidence in the next episode. But it's not a bad thing for someone to have a low level of social confidence. That's just the way God made them, right? Mm-hmm. And so and there are tons of jobs where they can excel at and be phenomenal in their job mm-hmm. because there are plenty of other strengths that they have. And some jobs don't require a high level or a medium level of social confidence. So give me some examples of those jobs.
2: So someone with a low level of social confidence would certainly be drained by working with people and they're going to suit these jobs the best, whereas someone with a high or medium level of social confidence probably won't even be effective at these jobs because they need
1: more personal interaction to get through their day. Right. They might be like me where I get my energy from other people. Right. So if I was in one of these jobs, I would just die because I'd just be so exhausted and bored and tired at the end of the day not working with other people. Whereas people um, with a low level of social confidence, they're going to be in their strength zone doing these jobs. So give me some examples.
2: So being a delivery driver, like working with Grubhub would be fantastic. Grubhub, Uber Eats. Or, you know, working for, like, a pizza place that hires their own delivery drivers. Being a social media manager, a bookkeeper, an accountant, a transcriptionist, someone like a website designer, or a scientist, an author, a copywriter, an animator, a graphic designer, a dog kennel assistant, working in a factory or a warehouse, someone who's in housekeeping, or someone who's working...
1: On a team, like as a line cook or a sous chef. Yeah, where they're not taking the lead. They're just taking instructions and they don't have to have conversations with other customers or clients. They're just taking instructions from one person and doing their job kind of independently. Right,
2: right. They're usually someone with a low level of social competence.
1: is very independent
2: and driven to, to complete the task they're given and do it well. And, you know, check in as as they need guidance, but pretty much you can trust them that they're going to do the job to the best of their ability.
1: Yeah. And a lot of these jobs, I know you talked earlier about how someone with a low level of social confidence might be most successful working independently, working from home, or just on their own in some way. A lot of these jobs you can do from home, like being a Mm -hmm. bookkeeper, social media manager, accountant, a website designer. And a lot of these jobs, you might not even have to talk to someone over the phone, right? You can just send emails back and forth to get these jobs done. Why would being a dog kennel assistant or working in a factory or a warehouse suit someone with a low level of social confidence? Usually this position
2: requires someone to do the same tasks or similar tasks every day with a routine and they don't... They don't need to really interact with a lot of people. There's not a lot of change in their job. So it allows them to focus on the task at hand without a lot of guidance, without, without a lot of interaction
1: with others. Yeah. So listen, if this information spoke to you, check out Chelsea's course, The Parent's Guide to Discovering Your Child's Dream Job. In it, we talk about how to determine your child's dream job based on some of these factors their interests their strengths and aptitudes their level of social confidence and their sensory preference and again on the next episode we're going to be talking about how to build on and improve your child's level of social confidence
3: it's out to you then hey this is nicole if this episode spoke to you then you need to check out Chelsea's online course, The Parent's Guide to Discovering Your Child's Dream Job. That's because it will walk you through exactly how to apply this life-changing information to your son or daughter. You can complete the lessons on demand at your own pace. She's thought of and included literally everything you need to put this together for your child. If you've ever thought, well, I don't know how to get started, or I don't know exactly how I can do this with my kid, or what order I should do it in, The online self-coaching course teaches you all of that. Even if you're familiar with these concepts, the Parents Guide will help you take this work even deeper. And as a bonus, it comes with an exclusive invitation to our private Facebook group, The Dream Team by Chelsea Whitaker, OTRL. OTRL is the abbreviation for Registered Licensed Occupational Therapists. Kind of like MD for a doctor and JD for a lawyer. So you might hear us throw it around every once in a while. When you become a part of the dream team, you'll have access to an online community where you can connect with other parents with the same goals as you who are working through the same obstacles. Together, we brainstorm ideas and troubleshoot issues or just lend an ear to listen. You'll also have access to expert coaches like me and Chelsea, and no question is off limits. You can change your child's life today by going to chelsea-whitaker.com. That's chelsea C H E L S E A hyphen Whitaker W H I T A K E R dot com. Or you can catch us on our public Facebook page, Chelsea Whitaker O T R L. See you there.